Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Are you sick of seeing us yet? I'm not. I enjoy being on the video. I think that people need to tune in not only to the YouTube and the Facebook videos, but they need to go to where podcasts are available, and they need to hit subscribe and then download every week. We're coming to you four times a week, Monday through Thursday. Every night at 6 p.m., you can get a brand new episode of the Chad Prather Show. We got great guests. We're talking about everything. And, and I know here's another thing. Everybody wants to just talk about politics and all this stuff. We talk plenty about politics. This is a show that talks about the a macro view of culture, things that affect you, people in, in our world, people in your world that you need to get to know. Because let's face it, we live in an age of influencers. Everybody throughout history has always put their story on a wall, whether that's a Egyptian hieroglyphic or a, or a Native American cave drawing. These days we're putting it on a digital wall, and the stories are just as important. Now, it used to be, Bougie Sean, and I will say this because he needs to be educated on this. It used to be that we only kept the words for posterity of like the prophets and the priests and the kings and the philosophers and the poets. But these days, everybody has a voice, Bougie. Everybody. But not everybody's responsible with that voice. You know what I mean? So so now we just burp on the wall, and it's out there for eternity. And I'm telling you, one of these days, and I will, I'll tell you this, my buddy, uh, also a host on, uh, on the Blaze TV, Andrew Heaton, has said, one of these days, aliens are going to invade Earth. They're going to dig up our artifacts. They're going to find this thing called Twitter. They're going to boot it up, and they're going to see that we elected a game show host who was washed up as our king. And, and they're going to say, all hail Trump. You know? And so it's, it's, that, that's what we're leaving for posterity. It's crazy. I saw a meme today of Trump standing on a tank that was <laughs> – he was shooting in MAGA 2020. And, and I'm like, can you imagine if an alien culture came down here today and saw the stuff we're putting on our digital wall? But, hey, here we are. We're on your wall, and you're watching, and we appreciate that. And I've had people who say, well, we, we like the little short truck videos. We, why you got to talk for 45 minutes? Because we want to, and we can. I get my news from memes. Steve Powell. We're making that T-shirt, <laughs> by the way. That's my line. I get my news. Party foul Steve, my wife Jade, the lovely Natalie Wood Stanier is over there. Of course, oh. Bougie Sean and director Mark Tate behind the, uh, the – the, yeah, they're in the mothership over there controlling this thing. And I uh, have these two giant men, these Amazon men. I don't know that Amazons <laughs> have men sitting next to me. <laughs> Me too movement. It, this is, I hope there's not a Me Too movement that happens in Studio 22 because these guys, they win. And I'll just tell you, if the stuff goes down, with the stuff go, I mean, the stuff goes down, mm -hmm. I'm on their team. Got your back. I'm you on their you. team. We not only are back. they giants, uh, these guys are Philistines, uh, but they're also well armed. They're well armed. So I have in Studio 22 sitting here with me today hanging out. Um, Awkwardly and uncomfortably sitting in the middle, <clears throat> high, towering above yes, the rest. This is how comfortable and, and confident I am in my masculinity. I'm just chill. I know I'm amongst allies. You got Joseph and Jared Stanier. Yeah. These are gun dealers. I love gun dealers. We like I, lo guns. I love gun dealers that give me a discount. We can see. We can see, we can see how this goes first. <laughs> let's, let's see how this. Let's see how this the chat prather, goes. Prather discount. We'll work let's, something out. Let's see how yeah, this yeah. chat goes, and we have to kick your ass, and you're paying full price. I love it. I want. To, I want you guys to tell me how. I, there's so many places I want to go with y'all today because I love this perspective. The gun debate in America today is just. It's gotten ridiculous, and and people are doing it till they're blue in the face. You know, should we have guns? Should we? legislate what guns we can have is there certain pieces of equipment that you can add to your gun and 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 like i want to trick my gun out my guns I, and my rifles and I, I just want i want them to have everything 
I want like four red dot lasers on, you know, sights on, on the guy. I don't care if I need them all. I just want it to look like a mean we'll machine. Make you shoot better. Yeah. Just <laughs> a mean machine. I want to look like a Rambo. Um, how'd you guys get into the gun business? So, uh, I'll start. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got the high chair. Honestly, it was a family business for a long time. Uh, dad started in the gun business in the eighties, had a really small shop. And uh, he and a, a buddy of his started at the time, lifelong friend of his, quickly moved it out to Grapevine because they needed some some room to grow. And, and we went to school out over on the South Lake side as well in high school. And uh, dad ran with gun business. And as he grew and grew and grew, his little shop in Grapevine just wasn't going to quite cut it. So eventually stopped into Irving for a short time and then moved into Bedford where we are right now. It's the DFW shooting sports. Uh, that's our store over there right mm-hmm. now. And, uh, it, uh, it was a long road. Uh, my brother and I never knew we would actually be running the business one day. Dad always offered it up and, and gave it as an option, but we kind of went down our own paths doing other things. And lo and behold, in, in 2012, dad said, I think I'm ready to retire. Do you guys want to take the reins on this and jared and i kind of looked at each other and said <laughs> well yeah yeah we, we want to go there ahead wasn't and give a this fight a, there no, wasn't a fight amongst no. who was gonna no fortunately he and i have a a, a great relationship and and we kind of compliment where the other one may fall short i fall short all over the place and yeah. he, he picks up my shortcomings so. jared how tall are you six four and how tall are you about the same and and Jared, you're you're about six four wide as well. I mean, your shoulders are. I mean, I can't imagine. It'd be Clash of the Titans if you guys got into a fight. Y'all have other brothers? Nope, just just us. That's it. Just us. Yeah. Did y'all get along growing up? We did. Oddly enough, thank God. Dad, yeah. dad didn't leave a whole lot of room to be able to yeah. argue. Yeah. Figure it out. Is your dad big like y'all? He was a force to be reckoned with. Then. He was. Yeah. 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 He didn't uh, stand for much chaos or anything in the house. He liked it. Even keeled. Sweet Lord, y'all went through groceries. We did. There <laughs> yeah. was a lot of food in the house. I'm telling I'm you, that man. Bunch. Y'all are monsters. That's why I'm telling you. If the stuff ever goes down, I'm don't, on their side, Bouge. Yeah, don't look at me. No, I, I trust me. When it comes to saving my life, I will never look at you, Bougie. Definitely don't I will look ne- at me. <laughs> I will What's never look at you, Bougie. No, these guys are giants. Jer- uh, Jared, what changes? So 2012, your father comes to you and he says, I'm going to retire. I'm in the gun business. And, and, you grew up with guns. You grew up seeing that business, and then all of a sudden, now you're at the at the helm. You're taking over. What are the changes y'all have seen? Has it gotten more difficult to be in the gun business? Has it got? Is it become a more admirable thing? Is it or do people criticize it? What what flack do you catch? What praise do you catch? You know, these days it is you know more criticizing. Um, it's uh, you know it. We've got a lot of friends. We live in an area here where people do like guns, so it's, it's well-received, right? right, in Texas. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, you know, there you see a lot out there on the news, but it's, you know, it's it's a it's a tough time. A lot of times pricing's a point. You know, you've got a lot of Internet companies out there that it's a race to the bottom. So yeah. it's, you know, to get ahead in this business, and like a lot of business, it's got to be great customer service, great industry knowledge, and uh, a good inventory for people to choose from so they can, you know, see what's available. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gotten a lot more competitive, and uh, you know when Obama in thirteen said, "Hey, uh, high guy. capacity magazines are going to be outlawed," you know all the ammo and so goes along with it, and and everything. It really had a whole bunch of more federal farms licensed dealers open because they're like, "Oh, that's where the money's the at these days." Really? Until until there weren't any more guns to be sold. Have you so like I remember 
when all of a sudden there was like this run on ammunition and they were really shutting everything down and everybody, you could buy like nine millimeter on Tuesday morning at Dick's or, yep. or, or at Academy and there was a line when down the, the deal. Yeah. yeah. And and that was, that was the weirdest deal because, and I had this theory, I was like, I'm going to stockpile. I shouldn't say this publicly. <laughs> What's up America. I said, I'm going to stockpile 22 bullets because I think at some point in time we might get to a point where that's like currency. Like, you know, just yeah. 20, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I don't even own a 22 anymore. I'm just going to stockpile 22 bullets because at some point in time, if, if the if the Fed just crashes and there's no gold coins or silver or whatever, and I can't sell my wife for profit anymore because <laughs> she's hot. Look at her. Look at her. And she's she's a good one. She's easy. The uh, and, uh, <laughs> for a fee. But no, we I, and I was like 22 bullets. I, th- I think. The, but I look at this thing. So if you guys seen the I know you've seen it. I, I want your opinion on it. Those those high capacity deal the, the, like the circle magazines that are the round mm-hmm. ones that you just how many will those hold? I mean, there's a hold a bunch, right? Hundred probably yeah. fifty to hundred. There's a couple different ones out there. Yeah. Do you like those? They're hard to load, or I should say, I they're hard. Imagine. Your thumb gets sore. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta have the kids do that for you. You gotta. Have, <laughs> they don't have the auto loader deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. My wife's thumb gets sore too. <laughs> it's only got to tell her to put it places. The. Uh, I, <laughs> Look at her face. Look at her rolling her eyes. Oh, yeah. Bless her heart. Let's see your flip. thumb. Hair flip. Bless her heart. Bam. There it is. Oh, I love going <laughs> to the peanut gallery for the hair flip. Look at Party Fowl sitting over there like a pimp. He God. can do a hair flip, just too. Just hanging out. I saw it earlier. Just just chilling over there in the folds of honor chair. I like that. You guys are both veterans. You're Army. Jared, you're Marine. Hoorah. Yes. Hoorah. What, what led your decision on which branch of the military to go into? Joseph was pretty easy from school. You want to? The yeah, draft. Yeah, it was yeah. the draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right in, yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a choice. You know, I graduated out in uh, South Lake. We actually both did and had the opportunity to go to the military academy. West yeah. Point was looking at me for uh, playing football out there. And I was fortunate enough to to get on that train and, and head up north and spend a lot of time. And uh, How'd you like that from Texas to New York? Oh, man, it was a change. Yeah, it was a change. It's it's a different mentality up there. I got a got a lot of friends up there, of course, but uh, it's just it's just a different mentality. Natalie always laughs because uh, every time I talk to any of those guys that I went to school with, I, I turn quickly from a Joseph to a Hey Joe. Yeah, it was always Joe. What are you doing? Can you imagine going into the army, graduating from West Point, playing football for the army, and all of these things, and your name is Joe? And you are G.I. Joe. Joe. Oh, are, no. I mean, you there are, it is. Army Joe. I mean, you are G.I. Joe. You are a grunt, man. And, and and listen, our party foul, Steve, you know, he's sitting over here by your lovely wife, Natalie, who's a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. He's He knows all of the stats of the Cowboys cheerleaders. I know all the G.I. Joe stats because that was, yep. you know, they used to come with a little trading card on the back of the package. And so mm-hmm. that's funny. He was you know, playing with Barbies and you were playing with G.I. Joe's? Yeah, well, we played, they all played the same games. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe had R and R. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe, yeah, Joe got leave, man. He was in Pensacola. You know, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, right outside of Fort Hood, he went up to Austin. Um, but no, you. So you were a you're Black Hawk helicopter. I did. Yeah, I, I flew helicopters. Uh, once I got out of West Point, went down to Fort Rucker, spent some time down there, and learned how to fly them. Yeah. I love the names of army bases like Fort Hood, Fort Bragg, Fort Rucker. Mm-hmm. You know, all it is like Benning, and it like just sounds tough. It's like you yeah. live here, we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> you know, you drink. So, how, flying a helicopter. Did you have desire to do that? I mean, is that or is that just kind of the way the path went? Believe it or not, I actually took a random 
uh, class, an aviation class in high school. And it was just a, a random thing that I took because I kind of liked the thought of flying one day. Yeah. And, you know, once once I started looking at different options in the Army, infantry, go drive tanks, can shoot really big guns out of Fort Sill mm. up in Oklahoma, I said, you know what? I think I still want to stay on the aviation side of things. It just yeah. it intrigued me. As I was a kid, when I was a kid, I wanted to fly a helicopter. I, like that was my childhood dream. Like, and then I, then as I got older, I realized that those things fly in spite of themselves. And and I was like, yeah, I'm all good. I had a deal down in Beaumont, Texas, that wanted to fly me. They wanted me to come down to Beaumont. I was going to speak at this event. They wanted to put me on a helicopter and bring me over to the event, like some big grand entry. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'll just drive in. I'm just going to drive in. I don't. I, and then our buddy Troy Gentry with Montgomery Gentry. You know, we've had I've had friends that have died in helicopter crashes, and Troy Gentry did. You know, a uh, year before year and a half ago and and i'm like oh i just can't it was crazy did it, it is that true am i is that an adequate assessment of that trying to fly a helicopter i mean i've heard it's it, really hard it, it takes a little getting used to um hovering is is the hardest thing i got a friend right up in st joe texas he's wrecked three of them That's he doesn't bad. know how to fly it i wouldn't lie with that guy <laughs> lucky no. man lucky man our buddies were rednecks with paychecks. Listen, uh, Darren, he, they they jumped in a helicopter one night, and w- some of our other buddies were out in a boat. They were in the lake. They were fishing, night fishing, and they were like, they were going to see how close they could get. Derek Morris, our, our buddy that owns Rednecks with Paychecks, he was in the helicopter, and and they were going to just see, they just spook them a little bit, and the they hit the water, the rotor hit the water, and <laughs> and boom, the the wreckage is still on the property up sure. there at Rednecks with Paychecks in St. Joe. It's a mangled mess. Had it been a Bell helicopter and a real stiff, they would have sliced them all apart, but the thing broke up, yeah. and they were all, the they were, ones. It, it pulled their pants off. It pulled their, all their clothes off, and they're out there <laughs> naked in the middle of the lake. This is, this Are is you the sure they about Rednecks. They may have been naked before. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> they were probably naked in the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Goes on Let's down go there. see if them fish like worms. <laughs> Probably yeah. true. God. Anyway, so I'm like, good God. And then, and then one time, Darren, he 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 gets on a. They were waiting on a pilot to come, and they had a little bird sitting on a flatbed truck. And he was like, screw it, I can fly this thing. And he went, yep. <laughs> literally oh, right no. off the thing, got six feet high, and just went like that. Hey, this guy's still alive. Don't fly with that guy. He's still alive. <laughs> By the grace of God, he's still alive. The Marines. The Marines. View the proud. What were you thinking? Party foul. Steve's a marine. I don't know that people know this. Party foul. Look at him. We got to talk tight. a little look while ago. He's, he's these days. He's not so much tight as much as he's high. You can look <laughs> yeah. beside me and tell I'm a marine on either side. <laughs> look into your soul, Jared. How'd you go to the Marines? So um, I didn't have a scholarship out of high school. <laughs> I went off to Abilene Christian. You suck at football. Hard, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to Abilene Christian. Yeah, ACU out there, and uh, got about a year in, and Dad said, "Yeah, your grades aren't where they need to be. You're enjoying it too much. Want to come back home, do a little junior college?" Uh, so you I went were to, on the, you were yeah. On the, yeah, yeah. Natalie but, married the right one. <laughs> I'll finish the story. Hold tight, hold tight. He ain't smart enough to get on Match.com. <laughs> so went, went to a couple colleges. Yeah. Decided uh, jump in the Marine Corps, go and enlist, and so I did that, and uh, did that for. Four years, was um, thinking I should have applied myself a little more. <laughs> Came back, graduated from North Texas, then uh, decided to go see OCS and uh, in Quantico and went the officer side. And He's so did, smart. Did another he four years. He's all right. He's yeah. got some stuff going on. So uh, it took me a little bit longer, though. 
yeah. figure things out. It was it was Take a, it was a uh, Robert Frost type of journey. I took the road less traveled, and that's made I all the difference. College. I'm the older brother, so he got to learn from me. And what's the age difference in you guys? What do you think? I'd say four years. Close. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. That's how that's how they should space it out. It's a good space. Yeah, it's around the three year mark. I think. Yeah, that's how I try to space <laughs> mine out too. Uh, you have you have sisters? I do not. Thank God. No. I'd love to see the Family chest hair on that chick. <laughs> Jesus. There's so much testosterone in this room right now. I'm a little high from it. I promise you. You're just talking about helicopters and guns and Marines and hua. I've seen the halls of Montezuma and I got an erection. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous in this place right now. My wife's rolling her eyes. She loves my testosterone. She owns it all. <laughs> She's got it in the in the gun safe at home. Have you seen have you seen uh, did you see a shift after Obama left office? And then Trump took office. Gun sales, do they fluctuate? Did they change? They go higher? They go lower? What happened? You know, believe it or not, it, it, it actually went down on our side, the retail side. Mm-hmm. We, we were fortunate because we've had pretty steady growth all along. But when Trump got into office, everybody that loves guns out there, I mean, it just was almost like, oh, our guns are safe. Sigh of relief. Yep. Yeah. And so there wasn't any hurry to run to the retail store and do some shopping. Yeah. Because I was that dude who was standing in line at the academy on Tuesday morning yeah. making sure that the 9 millimeter got. surplus. Yeah. yeah, and I was afraid. Like, I, that, during that period of time, like, I didn't want to go to the range. I didn't want to fire off. Use your You know, I was like, dude, I might have to shoot somebody, you know. And we laugh about that, but this is freaking Texas, dude. Like, I have this, like, it's, the world's gone freaking nuts, dude. I have security systems around my house. We got personal protection dogs. We got a gun in every room. And people are like, why? And I'm like, because of you idiots. The people that want to kick your door in and come in there and try to take your stuff, I'll give you my stuff. Like, I've, I've got this new theory that if you take the crap laying around your house and just put it in an Amazon box and tape it up and put it on your front porch, people will stake it for you. Like, they'll take it. Get the pirates out there. <laughs> they'll they'll the just come pirates. get it. But, no, God bless Texas. And I, and I don't think that people really understand how blessed we have it in Texas because we have a gun culture. Oklahoma just passed a new uh, Second Amendment open carry law. You like that? Do you think that's a good thing? I I like that that there aren't any restrictions for us. Yeah, I, you just don't see that much open carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We've it's nice to have as an option. Time. I don't, Jared. What do you think? I don't think that I, me personally. Like, I'm not a fan of open carry. I don't think everybody needs to go around six guns blazing, you know, or hanging on your hip. There, it's it looks nice, good. It's but. nice to have the option. You know, it's it's one of those things that, um, you know, hey, we're afforded the right yeah. and we can do it if we want to. But yeah. um, I don't see people doing it that much. Yeah. Everybody that comes in our store is still concealed carry because, you know, if you're standing in line and somebody's about to rob the place, they're going to shoot you first or take your gun and, you know, and uh, and, and have you the center of attention. You kind of make yourself the target. That's exactly it. Carry, yeah. And it, it, honestly, it does. It can, I think, make some people uneasy. Yeah. Well, I I wear skinny jeans, so open carry is great for me because I can, you know, I don't have to try to tuck it anywhere. It's fantastic. No, I, I've never been a huge fan of, as a person, I like the right, but I, as a personal practice, I don't want to carry it open. I, I, that's not, we're with you. I like I like to conceal it, and there's so many, you know, clothing lines these days that have made, you know. And so I always, when I'm looking at guns these days, I'm always saying, you know, how would that conceal? You know, how where would you put that? You know, and, and so... Did you guys growing up around guns? Did you see yourselves as gun collectors, or was it just so much a part of your life that ah, eh, we we got guns? I I think we we were always around them so much, and we always when you're in any business out there, you're always going to have some of the best stuff. Yeah, just by nature. I mean, call it what it is, but 
when you see something at the store, you're like, man, I'd like to have one of those. Yeah. It comes to the house. All right, I'm done with that one. Let's let's move on. <laughs> right back to the store. Right back to the store. Let's like sell that one. Like every six weeks, I have a new favorite gun. So we always had some cool stuff around the house, but it it, it was just kind of understood. We we enjoyed being around them, and yeah, and it became part of our family. Really. Dad was a collector. Yeah, I think really? he collected too much, which has made me and Joseph not collect as much. <laughs> it also gave <laughs> you the option to live in <laughs> South Lake. <laughs> you know, I mean, what else? Yeah. I mean, we ain't University Park, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> right by great line. Yeah, yeah. For Close. those of you who are not from Texas or not from the Dallas Fort Worth area, they doing okay. They doing and I know that just because I know what they're paying in property taxes. <laughs> Damn. So anyway, no, I uh I uh I love you guys. Y'all are my new best friends and I need fifty dollars. Appreciate that. I <laughs> we have a gun dealer down in Burleson and he had this rifle. It was an old, old rifle, but it was in mint condition and he had uh, one of the guys that works in the story said he kept getting a fax from someone who was interested in that gun, and the fax claimed to be Hank Williams Jr. Because Junior's a Bocephus is a gun collector. Mm-hmm. Who faxes? Who faxes? Who faxes? Was still, this? I mean, the, the, the st- <laughs> this is like yeah, the store still had a fax machine. I mean, who has a fax machine? I guess I don't know stuff like that. You got to have it, but <clears throat> a lot of paperwork, tra- you know, going back and forth. So anyway, he kept ignoring the faxes. He just threw them in the trash. He thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in, long story short, he got a phone call one day. And he's like, you know who this is? He's like, uh, yeah, this is Hank Williams Jr. He goes, you ever watch Monday Night Football? He goes, no, no, you don't have to convince me. I know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know who this oh, wow. is. So, yeah, buying, buying that rifle. But I, I, I've never been a collector because I've always been broke. But I, <laughs> I do like what is it? What do you think it is? What is it about the male psyche that draws us to guns? Like, we just can't get enough of it. Jerry, what do you think? And I'll tell you, it's the masculinity. It's uh, getting to, you know, it's... This is my rifle. This is my yeah. gun. That's it. You're going to go the That's Marine it. round on yeah. that? You're, you're, feel it. Feel you're it. extra strong, right? Yeah. You know? This when is you for shooting shoot, in the... When you can shoot yeah. somebody fun, a thousand yeah. yards away, one man-sized silhouette a thousand yards is pretty, yeah. pretty empowering. Yeah. So, yeah, it's awesome. There's something about being able to reach out and touch someone. It really is. And we live in a day and age. Like, And the thing that frustrates me is the news, the mainstream media doesn't report the good things about gun ownership. Mm-hmm, and that frustrates me. You know, there was a deal. We talked about it on a prior episode a couple of weeks ago where there was somebody who held up at gunpoint. They're in a Dollar General. I mean – if you're going to rob the Dollar General, isn't that like robbing the strip club? All you're getting is singles, right? Well, strip clubs make a lot more money. I don't know from experience, but <laughs> strip clubs make a lot Bougie more money. Shop R- in rumor Miami. on the street. I don't go to strip clubs. <laughs> Anymore, because he swiped right. The, uh, <laughs> Tinder. Tinder. No, I, I, but so anyway, the guy, and so obviously they, the dude was in the back of the store and he saw what was going on. He came up, pulled his gun, and killed a guy mm-hmm. and shot him. And you don't hear a big thing about that. And I'm on Twitter a lot, and back when the guy was, um, you know, the Parkland shooting happened last year, and then the guy was sending mail bombs or putting, you know, bombs out in packages down in Austin. And I did a tweet that was pulled out of context. I hate it when Tommy Laren retweets me, first of all, because Tommy's a friend. But every time Tommy retweets you, you can expect the all the hate to come your way. So <laughs> it's true because people hate her guts. And Tommy, if you're watching this, I love you. We'd love to give, get you back on the program, but I know you ain't coming back in the Blade Studios. <laughs> no comment. We can't say anything about that, can we? Anyway, I love Tommy. She's a good friend. But I hate it when she retweets me. 
I'm kidding. Retweet me, Tommy. Tommy, you can retweet give, us. Give me the, give me all, yeah, give me all the crazy. <laughs> Get us out there. So, so I did a deal, and it was taken out of context where I said, you know, hey, basically they haven't, you know, they haven't passed more legislation about bombs, but people are still getting killed down there. And I was, I was doing it as a reference to guns because people think more legislation is the answer to this gun violence and stuff. What do y'all think about that? When you see that, do you cringe? We do cringe. It's it's frustrating to see that. It's you know, it's the person behind it that that is driving the train and we we try to encourage so much in the way of self-defense and training in everything that we do and it's just frustrating that everything is so blown up with the media on oh here's how bad they are yeah here's what this gun did the gun didn't do it yeah it's 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 the crazy person behind it that that walks in and then has that shooting spree yeah and in in our minds of course we want that trained person that is hopefully within that crowd yeah. to, to remedy the situation because there's no other way to do it at that point. I hope somebody does. I mm-hmm. think about it every time I meet at the Waffle House, and that's weekly. And you talk about <laughs> some of the legislation and stuff like that. I mean, you know, background checks, stricter background checks, some of that stuff. We don't want the, you know, the guns in the hands of the bad people at all. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, right, as long as Jared. you're being, I mean, being aware, yeah. you know, we aren't saying no, we don't want anything to change. I mean, if, if there's something that's positive like that, but don't take away our rights. But the misinformation is BS. You know, you got oh, guys like celebrities, Tom Arnold, who gets on and says, well, he tweets and he says, 80% of gun owners either shoot themselves or a loved one. What? <laughs> I mean, what do you, what crap are you, I mean, this is stupid. It's dumb stuff. I mean, that's legitimate. That's a belief system. And that's, that's the thing. And then you have, uh, People who say, well, we got to have universal background checks. I've bought a lot of guns. I've never not been background checked. Right. You know, I mean, now, granted, all those guns are now in the bottom of the lake. I don't own them anymore. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was background was checked crash, on huh? all of them. <laughs> yeah, we were, all my all guns were in the there. back of this little chopper. <laughs> there we were. We were in Vietnam. We were in Gainesville, Texas. Naked. <laughs> Naked. We were naked in an airplane. I mean, a helicopter. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Jesse Smollett was there, along with David Hogg. It's all true. David Hogg Hogg was there. No, so you look at that, and I'm like, the crimes aren't being committed by people that filled out the paperwork. Mm -hmm. You know? That's the deal. So I look at that, and I'm like, it's it's an ill-informed deal. You know, I go to the NRA conventions. I'm a member. I'm a lifetime member of the uh, NRA uh, I believe in it. I know that folks want to say, oh, they got blood on their hands. Cause, but mass shootings and, and murders aren't happening by NRA members. Mm-mm. So here's what I ask you. Did the man in Vegas, October 1st, did he act alone? What's your opinion on that deal? That's a tough one. I think when that case is still going, I don't know. I, I don't that's know. So, we don't hear about it anymore. Yeah. Isn't that no, fascinating? That's crazy. Let's I mean, go to the peanut gallery. Natalie, do you think he acted alone? As she thinks. It's a good thing she's pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know a lot about that one because, of course, bump stocks came up, and I know the boys were asked a lot about, do you, are you, do you want that on a gun? Yeah. Um, I do. Do you want it on a gun? Guys, do you no, want it on a gun? I mean, no, no, I do, I do think he acted alone. You would think Sorry, he acted I, alone. Bump, yeah. yeah. Okay. I do. Do y'all want bump stocks on guns? Or do you want the, the freedom to have bump stocks on guns? I, I enjoy the freedom. I will say there are a lot of laws that are put in place to minimize some of that rate of fire. Yeah. And they're very thorough laws. When, yeah. when you get into the machine gun realm. I just that, know that with a bump stock's on a gun, I can't hit shit. So I don't like it. It gets sloppy. So, and, and, yeah, pray. I, yeah. I, I go high, yeah. you know. Because instead of pulling the gun to you, you're pushing it away from you. And I, mm-hmm. I don't like all that. 
anyway, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a personal s- preference. Shut up, Sean. Exactly what I said. Sean's never <laughs> shot a gun in his life. I shot a few guns. Sean holds it sideways like gangster style. Yeah, you like, do it that God, way. This is my ninety. I can't Just hit nothing with it. But I look badass. All over look here. This is all menace to society. Look at you. I'm not a gun person. I just don't know that world. I mean, I'm from I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I don't. I didn't grow up with that gun culture. So it's just it's amazing to hear the conversation happen. But I don't know anything about it. New York. Oh, there's no guns in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh no, there were guns in school. I mean, I walked around with kids that had guns in in high school that you weren't supposed to have it. Exactly. So you're you you're exactly you're explaining the point. You're not talking about people that went illegal route. Somebody bought it out of the trunk of a car. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I saw you know I was a freshman in high school and a guy came in. He's like, hey, look at my gun. And I was like, why do you have a gun in school? Why? Because he went to school in Brooklyn. Exactly, but different (laughs) worlds. To show to my friends. And now they're talking about legislation. New York's crazy, dude. Now they're talking about legislation where they want to check your uh, background, three years of your search history on the internet before they'll sell you a gun. I am not trying to shoot any lesbians. I am not. I just. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. Listen, I, I look. Can I say? Can I? Can I <laughs> shut up, Mark. No, I, I, I don't want anybody to search my background. Uh, three years of search history could get interesting. Anyway, but not, but that's ludicrous. That's just crazy. Who's got time to do that for everybody? Buys a gun. It's uh, stuff like that. But it's really sad about New York, though, because New York City is different from New York State. Like upstate New York is totally different, and a lot of people, it's true, that is true, have a misconception. Like there's a lot of people. We went when I was working California's at NRA, the same way. They had a lot. We went up to, we went up to Buffalo, and we spoke to people that you know are gun owners and respectful gun abiding citizens. And New York City is just what holds everything back. Everybody just thinks that New York City, New York State, is just completely like that. It's not. It's just New York City's like that. But there's a lot of farmers upstate New York that want access to guns that need it for whatever they do up there with guns. I don't know. I'm from Brooklyn. So Bougie worked for NRA. You worked for NRA. Uh, you, marketing well, company. That, you, you were, but you produced yeah. shows for the NRA. Yeah. And so who'd you travel with the most? Colin Noir? Yeah, Colin's Noir. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, so obviously you were exposed to gun culture yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. That it's just, and you met a lot of gun owners. What is your opinion, Sean, on on how the NRA is looked at with all of this stuff? I mean, do, I don't. Do you think they're getting an unfair? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, even growing up from New York, I've always wanted access to guns. Again, I didn't live in that world. I don't know that culture, but I've always felt if you had a gun or if you had something to protect yourself, you would be more respected in a sense. Like you don't, you can't, you can't. Like in, in Texas, you can't just go up to somebody and start, you know, a fight or a rah 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 because you don't know who's carrying or who's going to protect themselves. <laughs> I'm being honest. With you. No, I know you are. You're yep. going to get shot. Yep. You're going to get shot. So there's a level of respect that you have to have. And again, guns are not people that own guns legally are not going to go out there and say, "Hey, I want to shoot everybody up." That's not the world we live in. So I do respect this, the idea of having access to guns. Yeah. If I knew if I if I knew about it better, I would own guns. But I don't know. I have a two year old at home. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I have a gun? Where do I put it when I'm not home? Where the gun? How do I lock it? Where, is there a safe? Do I leave it out? Do I live it? You know what I mean? It's just a different well, world. I got five kids, and I don't even live with that kind of fear because we educated kids when it came to guns. That was the thing. You, you educate them, and, and it's – you know, I don't sit there and live in fear with any of that stuff. And we just did an episode with Antonia Okafor, who's a Second Amendment activist. She's based out of Dallas. Um, and we went to the gun range. We shot, and we talked. And and, I, and in that episode for, of Humor Me on Blaze TV, which you can get at blazetv.com slash chad, just use – Promo code chat. You, 
We were talking about it. Did you even shoot any guns that day at the range? No. You didn't. Jason shot a few, and yeah, we shot we shot some machine guns and Uzi and yeah. and you know a lot of things like that. Was it fun? Yeah, it was great. It was I mean, great. I've shot some guns. Going to be a next lead in right I took here. The, I took Always the, a I good took time. The, uh, hey, it, NRA class, the uh, uh, carry guard class. I yeah. took the special class. They were they were they were doing a training on a new class that they wanted to introduce for new people that started to carry. And I took the class because I wanted to learn and figure it out. I sliced my finger off open with the Glock slide. It's not the first time he's ever done that. You know why? Because Bougie Sean is a switchblade carrier. <laughs> but I, did, I mean, <laughs> oh, no. I didn't know about, you know, I, I touched the gun and the slide went off and it chopped my finger and yeah. chopped my finger up really good. Yeah. But. Training, training, training. It, education it is, it is about training. all about the education. It's all about education. I mean. It is. Jade, Jade's trying to walk out of here. Come here, give me a kiss if you're leaving, baby. Don't leave us. Jade's trying to leave the peanut gallery. Yeah, she's got to go pick up a kiss. And I and I will like tell you here. two things on that. But one one of the things, hey, baby, give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. Bye, be careful. You're not coming down the line with those? <laughs> Next. <laughs> the Cain uh, uh, killed Abel with a rock. They didn't. They didn't go around trying to outlaw the rock, you know. And and it's it's the it's the content of a person's heart, and that's the deal. You know, our son, uh, he's twelve years old, and he's in the scouts. And one of the things, and that's one of the things I love about Texas is the high school has a clay shooting team down there where we live. <clears throat> and you know, I'm pushing him to really be a part of that. So we take him out a good bit, and we shoot clays. And this kid's he's lights out. He just oh, kills just it. Nailing him. And awesome. so, as in the scouts, he had to qualify. Two different rounds of 25, he had to hit 12 out of 25. The first round, he hit 12 out of 16. The second round, he hit 12 out of 14. That's shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's fun. That's the deal. And you guys, and the reason you're here, you guys are creating not only outside of the gun store, you guys are creating this phenomenon around the Fort Worth area, which is the Texas gun experience. Mm-hmm. Texas gun experience. If you break that down, one, Texas you automatically think gun's going to come after that yeah, because that's yeah. the way people think. But gun experience, what is the experience that people are going to have with guns? So the new facility being built, it's uh, it'll be in Grapevine on Main Street. Uh, it's going to be 20. Then just think about what you just said, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Grapevine, one of the fastest growing com- uh, communities in the Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. on Main Street. Next to the airport. Next to the airport. Right Right by the sandwich shop. Yeah. All indoors, 35,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. We're going to have 26 lanes. Half of them are going to be, about half of them are going to be 50 yards. The other half are going to be 25. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a VIP area where people can get a little more of an exclusive experience. If we want to come in, we'll have TVs everywhere. If you want to do a little shooting, maybe eat with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll have options. No restaurant in there, but we're going to have plenty of catering yeah. offered. We're going to have a, a, an area exclusively for knives, uh, something that, that the area, that's w- cool. we feel the area needs as well. See, knives are another thing that mm-hmm. I think that like, dudes are just, like, you can't have enough. Well, and some people just, they, they would prefer to not carry yeah. a, a pistol. So we want to give them some options yeah. out there. But one of the big things that we're going to have is uh, we've already got little under 200 machine guns right now. 200 machine guns? Nice. All very types, yeah. Sweet mercy. Don't date their daughters. (laughs) (laughs) So these are all going to be available for rent. 200 Uh, machine guns on a shovel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you can come in, rent them, have a good time. We're going to have a meeting space. It's two 30-seat classrooms there. You can come in. You can have an event, even if you want to, maybe a a bachelor party or, or 
whatever the event may be <laughs> around. Comfy We're going to have chicks and guns and fire trucks and 200 machine guns. <laughs> That's what it's a bachelor party. That's yeah. what dudes like. <laughs> yep. And, Stag uh, films and machine guns. Come in, shoot some guns, come eat with us, <laughs> cater in whatever we want, whatever you want, and, uh, and have some options. It'll, it's going to be nice. How did Jared? How did you guys come to the conclusion to say, you know what? I just want to go out there and be the biggest badass in the world of badassery that we could possibly be. What's cool is the the historic piece. Um, we started, you know, Dad's store started there in 1985 in on Main Street down at the opposite end, yeah, um, in a little house there. And uh, it was just, you know, when we got it from Dad, it was just a kind of a two man operation. And so we've been able to grow it and, and do it, and now uh, bring it full 360. Back 35 years later, back to Grapevine, and Grapevine loves the story. They, yeah. you know, uh, Mayor Tate, everybody that's still, you know, up there knows our father and uh, from years and knows us from working at the store when we were younger. So it's cool to bring it back uh, full circle. But, uh, yeah, it's great. I will great say area. that they have a nice jail in Grapevine. I spent one night there, <laughs> and it was, they, they treated you like Not the one on the a, street a that's human. the 1800s, is it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> they treated you like a human, and I, I, I thanked them for a, a great night of hospitality. They said, well, treat people like animals, then they're going to be animals, and we treated people like humans. And, and I was like, it was a good night. It was like a private cell, and, and um, mm-hmm. it was good. The, the phone cord was that long, <laughs> and somehow I wrestled my big old head in there to make a phone call. Y'all think I'm lying. I'm not. It was, it were, they were sweet to me on Grapevine. That was a few years ago. <laughs> anyway, I used, to, I used to have an interesting life. Uh, now I just run my mouth. But no, <laughs> Grapevine's a great community. It's a great area. And so you're saying that the community in and of itself and, and the folks, I mean, they've kind of opened their arms to you to come in there. They really have. They really have. It's uh They've been nice all the way around. Yeah. That's that's a fun deal. I mean, you know, I almost want to do the Tim Allen grunt, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. that's – you talk about guns and just the ability to go off. And now let me just say that when you go in – I've fired machine guns. you fired machine guns. It's not like the movies. It's not like the movies. Talk about the difference there because people think they're going to go in there and be Rambo or Chuck Norris. Yeah, you know, it's it's a very controlled environment. It's, it's going to be a very safe environment. We're going to great lengths actually to make it – a lot of times if you could just go into a concrete box and shoot something, yeah. the reverb from all the, the, the shock is really going to hurt. And uh, we're going to, to pretty extensive lengths to, to soften that as much as we can, as much as you can. And when you walk in, it's, it's going to be – where you have somebody that, that escorts you basically down, a range safety officer that walks with you, you and your group. You'll have an option for whatever machine guns you want to shoot. He's going to take you through just a quick, hey, here's how it works. He'll most likely put a hand on your shoulder afterwards, yeah. just unless you're really experienced and know what you're doing, but they're always going to be keeping an eye on things. The amount of smiles that come after shooting a machine gun and really feeling yeah. that adrenaline rush is something else. Yeah, incredible. You're right about that. I mean, I mean, the emotion that comes from it. I, I, you remember that? You remember the, was it the CNN guy? I shouldn't say, but it, it, one of them, the, the oh, guy who went out and shot the AR-15, he's talking about, I was so nervous because I felt, you know, I was I was intimidated because the, the shells were coming towards my face and the heat off of the gun. And the, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Jesus, dude. We talked earlier about the fake, soy fake milk. News. I mean, what a yeah. vegan. <laughs> What a vegan! What a vegan! This guy, oh my God, eat a steak, bro! Good Lord, man! Let's go shoot some guns. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, oh man, I don't know. I just, I just never, you know, I've never been afraid of horses. I've never, but I grew up with them. I've never been around. I want to go hunting. Been afraid of guns. I just, it's just, I grew up with them. I want to go hog hunting. I want to do that. 
From a helicopter. I'm not getting a helicopter. I'm not getting a helicopter. I want to go to hunt. I want to go to hunt. I'm serious. Why not? Okay. Let's do it. I'll take you. <laughs> I'll take you, Bougie. I'll be the prettiest guy on the range. <laughs> <laughs> Bougie, you can't rub that smelly crap all over I can't your body beard oil? and go out there and hunt, though. Oh, really? Yeah. No, you got to go out there and smell all the wild. You know, no, like you do, do in the mornings. After drinking at the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C. I bring wipes with me everywhere I go. I can't go to a can't bring some wipes. That's like that's party a, foul. Party foul can't take a dump without taking a shower. No. He takes six showers a day. Six a day. It's the truth. As soon as we go into yeah, Natalie. Look, you were just over there posing, Natalie. With, um, we, uh, we were. Y'all were taking selfies together. Steve's the only person that looks happy in this scenario. <laughs> you know what? I feel like I need to take a shower well, at this point. Good. My God. So much be look at Steve. He's just sitting over there like a happy. God, you're so <laughs> no complaints. I'm happy. Texas gun experience. Grapevine, Texas. I love this. I what do you, what's the estimated time for before you guys and I know you gotta <laughs> deal with all the crap and the building and all that stuff yeah, going out. Construction's making us making us pucker a little bit right now. It's frustrating. Just what are you hoping it's raining for? every three days. Yeah. Um we're shooting for September, October time frame. Yeah. And uh not that long. It, it won't be that long. September. Once, once, once we get out of the dirt, it's going to go fast. Yeah. So we know a Mexican guy that can help out, Metro Jason. <laughs> Metro Jason Hernandez. Yeah, he get him he, on he, is, he doesn't have a single callus on his hands. Not a single <laughs> more one. than one. He doesn't this is have a dude a who rubs body butter on himself. <laughs> he goes to the farmers market to get the cowboy man <laughs> body totally butter, and that's literally that, what it's called: cowboy one. man body yes. butter. Wow. He just rubs it all over himself. Single callus on his hand. Trust me, not a single callus. This guy, you know, he doesn't even turn the pages on a book. He's got somebody. He's got one of them little things, a little stick. He turns it. He's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty. He's pretty. But uh, now I'm excited about what you guys are doing. I mean, I think that it's a, and I love the name of it because it is an experience. People come out of there with a smile on their face. My wife, Jade, that just left, you know, she'd never fired a gun until we got married. And I took her to the range one day years ago, and I said, you know, I'm going to teach you how to do this thing. Turns out, you know, as most women are, they're better shots than men, yeah. you know. They're the, not the overthinking fin- it like we are. Well, we're muscle, you know. I mean, I'm muscle. I don't know about you boys. I'm going to hold this right where I need you know, to. You want to muscle into that thing. And girls don't do that. You know, All they've got the finesse muscles, and they just kind of uh, squeeze it out, just squeeze it out. Tuh, 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 tuh. Bullseye, bullseye, Look at my bullseye. gun. It looks like a Tiffany's bag. <laughs> oh, look at my manicure. Look, this is why I hold my finger out straight, not in the trigger. Because look at my manicure. Ah, tuh, tuh, tuh. <laughs> girls shoot totally different from dudes, man. That's how I shoot, I guess. Oh, you did you shoot? That's why he cut his finger. Exactly. That he's black. God, bougie. Jamaican, you said, right? He's not Jamaican. He's Chinese Jamaican. And that's a fact, Natalie. Natalie? Yes. Have you ever met a Chinese Jamaican? I haven't. Well, no. Yeah, well, he is. Okay. Look at him. Is that true? Yeah. It's true. Is it? He's a Chinese Jamaican. Can you believe a Chinese man? Found a Jamaican woman that would sleep with him. That's messed up. <laughs> that is messed up. I mean, there's certain ethnicities that you never in a million years thought would get together. Look how pretty like, he is. He's beautiful. He is and he, you should smell his beard. It's like every time we make everybody that comes in here smell his beard. I'm sure fresh. that these Does giant it? gentlemen will not do that. No, Jared no, says, no. hell no. Uh-uh. That it, close. Looks like, it looks like you're watching 80s porn. Like if you zoom right in to people's face on his beard. <laughs> It's, it's really pretty. He kind of looks a lot like no, uh, who's that? Jillionaire? What? He looks like Jillionaire. He looks exactly like Jillionaire. There are people stopping us in Washington D.C. going Jillionaire. 
kind of like you really think Jillionaire would be at a conservative conservative political action conference? I don't think so, Hollywood. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I'm excited for you guys. I think it's a great thing. I want to come into the store. Our good friend Jara, she texted me this morning. She's always she's so full of pressure. You know, she's such a sales girl, you know. And she's a but my wife Jade, she's she's done she's shot with Jara before and it's always an, been an educational experience mm-hmm. because, you know, Jara's good about um really talking to women about how to defend themselves and how to handle and all, and all that stuff and and it's a good deal. But I think education is the key. It is the key. And we, you training, know, training. we've even there's so many women that want to be involved with it now. We've got a couple of women on the staff that even I mean it's just Jer's one of them and then we've got Megan as another one and it's just it's it's easy to come in and have a conversation even currently. Yeah. So the current place is DFW Shooting Sports over in Bedford. Right. And uh that's Texas Gun Experience is, is Will y'all keep that storefront or will y'all move it everything over to Great We're gonna Bay? go ahead and move everything over. Yeah, uh, probably smart. I, and I think that's the plan. We might run some online things out of out of the current location just to just to diversify a little bit for to smooth out some of those peaks and valleys yeah but uh i think it's just we're, we're going to be a little more accessible right there off of 114 in yeah. grapevines it's a great location and the I culture mean, the culture that we've built at that store has helped helped with our success yeah. I mean, yeah they know they know what we expect and uh you know you'd see i mean you're a gun guy you go into a lot of the gun shops there's a lot of old school arrogance there's um you know stuffiness yeah. stuffiness and yeah and, you know, and, and you can't do that these days. People leave. They want to be educated, treated um, with respect. And that's uh, what we've done a great job doing that. And that's, you know, part of the experience. We'll I'm glad you there. brought that up, Jared, because you're exactly right. Sometimes people go in there. Let's say they're new to guns. Let's say they're, they're trying to explore. They're, they're trying to learn. And they go in there and they feel intimidated because yes. it's like, Extremely. I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I'm trying to, you know, maybe I want to have, have a, a gun at home for personal protection, home protection. I, I, what do I need? What you know? What's a three eighty? What's a twenty two? What's a forty four? What's a forty forty five? I mean, you start. Mm-hmm. You know, what's a three oh eight? What's yeah. a two twenty six? Five. It's so all these things, and you're like, I, I don't know what any of that means. Mm-hmm. And just to be able to go in and comfortably say, I don't know. Teach me. You know how important is that? It's huge. That's our culture. That's that's what we do daily. Yeah, yeah. daily. So I encourage folks go look up uh, Joseph and Jared. Go find them. They're right there in Bedford, Texas. I mean, you can't miss Bedford. It's the middle of the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex. I mean, you guys are right in the heart of it, and you're about mm-hmm. to be in Grapevine on Main Street. God bless Texas. <laughs> Yesterday, or two days ago, was Texas Independence Day. You know why? Because we can. Because mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not even a nation anymore, but you know what? We can. And God bless March the 2nd. Shut up, Bougie Sean. Go back to Jamaica. You'll find your Chinese roots, man. Go back and live in communism. I was born in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, go back and find your communism. Yeah, Ali, you probably vote for Bernie Sanders. You going to vote for Bernie Sanders? No comment. No, of course not. <laughs> not vote oh, no. Bernie Sanders. Who's gonna, vote. How many? How many? <clears throat> you thought that 16 people running for the Republican candidacy of pre, uh, president in 2016 was a lot? I promise you, every Democrat mm, out there get is ready. Run. But it whittles itself, it whittles itself down, though, fast. I mean, it go. Whittle, I mean, who's going to? There'll Corey be 40 Blair? candidates. There'll be 40 freaking candidates. Michelle Obama's going to run. I mean, you heard it here right now, Michelle Obama, and that's the only person that scares me. That's the only person. What about that Biden? Me. Biden doesn't scare me. He's a fool. He could be dead tomorrow. I'm talking about a heart attack. Like, I'm not talking about, like, who 
Who did the ah over there? Was that you, Nelly? No, it's party me. Foul. Party foul. Shut up, party foul. <laughs> Do not put intent where life. it was not intended. I don't <laughs> you like that. Pecker. If Could Joe happen. Biden, he's busy kissing a 13-year-old right now. <laughs> this guy. You heard it right here on Blaze TV. <laughs> Call Glenn Beck if you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got pictures to prove it. The dude's a freak, man. He's creepy Joe, Uncle Joe. No, the only person I'm scared of is Michelle Obama. She's the only one that scares me. And that's because people think that they, you know, Obama was something. I mean, Clinton might run again, too. Why not? Just Who? have everybody. Clinton. Clinton. Hillary. Oh. Might as well Lord. throw everybody in the party. Well, hey, John Hickelooper, Hickelooper, whatever his name is, the former uh, governor circles. of Colorado that ran that state into the ground. Yeah, they passed marijuana. They're happy. They're cool. He's running. He's asking the Clintons to help him get into the White House like they know how. <laughs> Hillary doesn't know how. <laughs> anyway, the website's not up and running yet, but where is it going to be? It's going to be TexasGunExperience.com. So, so we do have a landing page. Gotcha. Uh, we are actually on TexasGunExperience.com. Yeah. We're still building everything else we're going to be doing on the future website, but get all our information there. We've got membership information there. If you say, hey, you know, as we look forward to when this place does open, we want to go shoot there. We've got discounts right now. You're getting a couple of months free for the first year. And, uh, then of course we've got dfwshootingsports.com. That's that's where we are right now. dfwshootingsports.com. Mm-hmm. Y'all on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? Any of that crazy we stuff? We are, but I don't know all the addresses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instagram <laughs> and uh, uh, Facebook. Yeah, just go to the store. Oh, and they What's, are on Instagram. They're under. Um, oh, here comes the DF- woman to set us off. <laughs> DFW Shooting Sports. Um, Is that the Instagram? Instagram. Is that the at? Yeah. The okay. the ats at DFW Shooting, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Good. I love guns. I love guns. I love gun culture. I love it. It's, mm-hmm. There's just nothing like this. Therapeutic. That's my therapy. I go to the range. Uh, you know, we've got access to 40 acres that we go down. We can shoot skeet. We can shoot rifle. We can shoot pistols at 25 yards, and, and we're left alone. It's an outdoor range, and, and, and I can't wait for you guys to get open because I'm going to burn the road up between 121 oh, yeah. and 114. Yeah, we're going to have you in. Come do some shooting with us. Yeah, and I'm going to come by the store. I haven't I, – I, you know – I, I, I've been by the store a million times, but I haven't been in the store. And I want to come by there in Bedford. Yeah, come see us. And come to see us. I think we'll bring the camera crews in there. We'll, we'll shoot some stuff because, God, I love guns. Got a good inventory. We, we usually uh, keep yeah. about 1,000 a thousand guns in inventory. You're just trying to sweet talk me now. A Look, Valentine's guns. Day was last month. <laughs> a thousand guns. This man said 200, 200 machine guns. And I'm like, boy, you better stop. So. Boy, I swipe right. <laughs> Jade's gone. <laughs> Jade's gone. Jade's gone, and Daddy took his pills this morning. You know what I'm talking about? Thousands of guns and one Natalie. Don't roofie me. I'm a sure thing. What? What'd you say, Natalie? That's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Party foul, Steve. He ain't never been so happy in his life sitting over there next to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Look you know what? Last year, or we had a friend, Mark Turnley, you're talking about the the good news about guns. Yep. Walked into a convenience store. And a kid pulled a knife out while he was in there. Mark was carrying, concealed, put the gun to the kid's head and said, I'd rethink this if I were you. Kid yeah, ran out. Did. Exactly right. There's some reformed Democrats now that were in that convenience store with him right at that moment. <laughs> and Nothing that- will bring you to a religious conversion of becoming conservative <laughs> yeah. faster than watching the Second Amendment in action. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, the convenience store uh, worker said, do I need to call the police? And I'll never forget. Mark said, I think we're good. Yeah, I think There's we're set. no need. Problem solved. Problem solved. That is the deal. And that's the difference. And Natalie, you bring up a very, very good and important point. 
folks that know how to handle guns, they're not gun crazy. They're not no. gun nuts. They're not out there looking to shoot somebody. We have to address this issue of mental illness, and I mean real mental right. illness. I'm not talking about somebody that comes back and they spent time in Fallujah and they were in the middle of the crap and, and, and all of a sudden they have PTSD and things like that. They're dealing with that and they're working through it. I'm talking about real mental illness. I'm talking about Ronald Reagan back in the 80s, empties the asylum, crazy man, crazy woman get together, procreate, now they're living on the street in Denver. That's the crazy I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the nuts. I'm. You've got to start assessing that kind of thing. We've got to have... Um, you know, if somebody has a federal charge against them, if they got a felony on it, those things have got to be caught. You can't yeah. let that slip through He's the cracks. Right. Those are the deals. That's healthy. But the average gun owner out there that has had the training, has had the education, is not walking around in ignorance, and they're not trigger happy looking to shoot somebody. You know, stubble my property, get off my lawn. You know that kind of thing. That's the kind of story that Natalie mm-hmm. just told. Because now you're looking at this and you're going, no, I don't want to hurt anybody. But I don't want to get hurt. I don't want my mm-hmm. family to get hurt. And we're going to make sure that, you know, we'll use whatever force necessary. So appreciate you guys because not only are you, are you giving them the experience, but you're giving them the education. And that's a, that's a big, big deal. And I, I wish you nothing but the best yeah, of success. I appreciate that. You guys are coming to shoot with us. So. Oh, we're going to shoot. Get ready. We're going to shoot. We're going to shoot all the guns. Mm-hmm. We're going to, somebody said, how many guns do you need? Every all day of them. one of them. One of each. Every day mm-hmm. one of them. If I could just get six hour to come down lower on the prices. Because <laughs> dang, they proud of this yeah. stuff, man. I just want that 1911 with that coin in the top. And I'm like, 1700 what? <laughs> Dollar bills? This ain't Canadian? <laughs> Good Lord. I never understand your boys. Get you one of those legions. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, oh gosh. They're pretty. It just gets me excited. Mm-hmm. I sleep with one at night. They're fun to shoot, too. <laughs> I sleep. I, it's it's right there on it. The, like people say, like, do you keep it in a safe? No, I keep it on the bedside table. <laughs> it's not even in the drawer. Get, get to I'm like, I wish I'm on wood. <laughs> Keeps me warm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly. Listen, I got a 12 gauge pump with 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 buckshot in that sucker. My wife has a shotgun. I don't. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know she had Probably. one in the house when we first started You're going to be on an episode of Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will be. She's a crazy white woman. Keep talking her. trash. Come home with some strange. I love you, babe. Strange oil in that beard. <laughs> smelling. You're going to be on an episode of Snap, son. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> All right, boys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks appreciate for coming. Very much. Check them out. Follow them. Go out there and uh, go to Bedford. Go to the gun store. Go to the uh, Texas Gun Experience. They're going to open it up later on, 2019. It's going to be a good deal. We're going to be hey, come and hang. Hey, we'll do a deal. We'll do a deal. I'll make a deal with you right now. We'll have a couple of events out there where uh, I'll come hang out. Party foul, Steve Bougie will come out. We'll bring uh, Metro Jason, who's not here today. Mark. We'll, we'll bring the cameras out there. We'll hang out. We'll have a party. Uh, we we might drink a little apple juice and mm-hmm. and uh, we'll shoot first and then we will drink a little apple juice after. But mm-hmm. but let's go ahead and make that deal. So later this year we're gonna have a party. Awesome. Texas gun experience. We're gonna have, have a little grand opening great. action. Oh come on! I, I like love it. cutting ribbons. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, man! Kissing babies, cutting ribbons. That's what I do. I like it. <laughs> I love awesome. you guys. Y'all be good. Thank, thank you. Everybody. Hey everybody, thank you. I want to tell you again now. Tell you again. Even though you watch it on YouTube or on Facebook, I want you to go to where podcasts are available. That's on Google, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get them. Hit subscribe. Hit download. It'll give you a notification every week because it helps us when it comes to the numbers. And go subscribe at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use hashtag Chad. 
There it is, right there, promo code CHAD. I guarantee it's going to save you some money, and you can have a lot of fun. We're giving you this for free. We're giving mm-hmm. you the podcast for free. But you're missing out on Humor Me. And the last episode we did last week with Antonia Okafor and my good buddy, The Undertaker, WWE's legendary, The Undertaker. And he knows I can take him. I can undertake him. <laughs> we shot guns. It was all about the Second Amendment. We named that episode Gun Nuts. Go watch it. Get it. Subscribe. I love y'all. God bless. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.